James chapter 1. I'm going to be as brief as I possibly can here. And if you have something you need to do, there's still time. James chapter 1. Brother mentioned every Sunday hearing from the Word and listening to the teaching and the demonstration. Now, I, 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 don't, I don't know what I am. I, I, I am, I guess, whatever the Lord has made me to be. Uh, I don't know how to be any different. If I try, I'll just make a, a fool of myself and stumble everywhere. But I do believe when you get into the Word of God, it will teach you and it will instruct you some of y'all still looking for James. It's close to the end, okay? I'm giving you time. I'm trying to make time for you. James chapter 1, it, it, it's the brother of Jesus talking. And so his relationship with Jesus was different uh, than most. But I believe when we get into the Word, it ought to teach us. But not only should it teach us, it should change the way we live. Last week we preached on sin. And we not we are not to continue to live in sin. And, and so there must be a change in our lives. Now I believe when, when I got saved, there was a change on the inside that had nothing to do with what Brian did except accept what Jesus had done on the inside. But from that point on, there began a process with me and the Lord. Amen? Uh, now I, I don't know how you feel about it, uh, but I believe that probably I've done more bad things since uh, I got saved then before because I got saved at a really young age. I'm just going to be real honest. Uh, I, I didn't just all of a sudden become a perfect person. Uh, I didn't become somebody who would just live a perfect life from that point on. The Lord had to work on me a little bit. Now, praise God for the blood. I, I like the song that we sung. We sung several, but I like the one to talk about the blood because through the righteousness of the blood, I got it all. Amen. And one day after a while, I'm going to heaven because of that. But but in the meantime, here on earth, uh, the sister said, he's still working on me, amen? And so I'm thankful for that. So the Bible instructs us that when we hear the word of God, it ought to do something to us. James chapter 1, uh, verse 22. We'll start there. We'll read just a little bit. But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass, that be a mirror. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. Now, now, I'd like to ask you, I was thinking this morning, and I got up and began to get ready. And in my bathroom, like I believe probably in all of yours, is a mirror. Right? You look into that mirror. Uh, matter of fact, uh, probably you ladies look into it more than we men do. Amen. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna make triple right here. You are. You do. You, you look at. It. Matter of fact, uh, I don't know about some of you young guys. This is about how often I look in the mirror. I look at, uh, you know, when maybe I'm shaving or right there first thing in the morning. I'm gonna cut myself, and then I look at the car mirror when I'm backing up, and that's about maybe it. Maybe that's about the only times I ever look in the mirror. It's a wonder I look like I do. Amen. I tell you why. I got a really good why. Amen. Because she'll catch me. She called me this morning and said, listen, let me fix your shirt. And so she did. She, I mean, she catches up. But now, now ladies, you're a little different. Y'all yeah, 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 like to get in there a little longer. 
And y'all got multiple. You know, I, I know, I mean, you got, you got the one in front of you, and then you got the other one so that you can see this part of you that you never going to look at. I never have seen this part of me back here. I don't know how any of y'all have seen that part of y'all. You know, that's funny. Y'all going to stay with me just for a moment. You, know, and, and you got all different kinds. They're long ones and ones that make you look real like real close, bigger than you really are in real life. I don't know why y'all were looking at that one. That one scares me. <laughs> They're all kind of, I bet you right now, if I said, all right, who's got a mirror on them? Everyone you ladies probably gonna pull out of your purse. You young young men probably, I doubt you. Any young men got a mirror on you? I just wanna know real quick. Levi, Levi, we got Listen, listen, all right, so, so listen, I want, you, I want you to hear what I'm saying to you, Be, because the reality is, the reality is, well, in the Bible, I, I brought that up for a reason, because in the Bible, he said, uh, he said, uh, he is likened to a man. Now, that word man there is not humanity. I, I want you to understand this, that you go back and look around, that's not all of mankind. It says a man, as in a male, because when the writer wrote this, when James wrote it, he understood he was who he was talking about. And back then, they didn't have mirrors like we have mirrors today that are finally, I mean, it's just so crystal clear that you can see everything. They actually had polished uh, brass or metal. And, and that's like, a, you know, like trying to see your face in, in you know, this metal right here that's been polished. And you, you really, you're, you're not going to get a, a good picture of what you are. Uh, and, and so uh, men in that day, didn't, they really didn't take time to understand. I, I'm telling you right now, you're looking outside those eyes. You ain't looking back at you most of the time. Y'all understand what I'm saying to you? If I ask you right now uh, to take time on a piece of paper and draw yourself without the use of a mirror, uh, you ladies would come probably a lot closer than us men would come. I, I'm just going to be honest. You, you would get closer to, to what you look like because you've took, taken the time to study and understand. See, he said, uh, be a, uh, not just a hearer of the word, but, but be reflective and be a doer of the word. Don't be like somebody that just looks in the mirror and then walks away from it and, and forgets uh, what they are or who they are. The Bible says that we are to be a reflection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, now y'all stay with me just for a moment. I'll be really, really brief if you'll get this point. Uh, we're to look like Jesus. That's what we're to look like. Well, the only way that you can understand uh, that you have begun to look like him is you spend more time in a mirror. All right, somebody said, what you know, say, if, if you're going to get good at drawing yourself and knowing yourself and what you look like and where your flaws are at and where your good features are at, you're going to have to spend some time looking into the mirror of the Word. Amen. Amen. And I, and I say with it here, because see, here's the beauty of it. Uh, the, the, we, we studied last week about shall we continue to abide in sin? And we said, oh, heaven forbid, no. Well, here's the answer, how not to. The, 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 if sin is on this side, and the Lord Jesus Christ and all his righteousness is on that side, and they are complete opposites of one another, I need to move from over here to over there. Well, how do I get there? I want to look like him. How do I look like him? I need to look into the mirror of Jesus Christ. That's good. Amen. Now, the book of 2 Corinthians, uh, if you'll turn there real quick, because there's only two places I'm going to make you turn to. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, I'm asking you to turn there, because I want you to go back there later on. 
I want you to read it again. I've given you two places. I give you James chapter 1. I'm giving you 2 Corinthians chapter 3. You ought to put a mark in your Bible. And you ought to go back and read these again. Because we need to become more than just hearers of the word. The Bible says in the last day that men will just want somebody to tickle their ears. Y'all know what that is? That's a hearer. That's a hearer. Church, we can't be hearers. Not only we cannot be hearers, but we've got to become doers. If we don't become doers, we'll just be a church that meets once a week and has a good time together and goes home and doesn't change anybody's life. Amen. I don't want to be a part of that church. Amen. Amen. Amen, brother. I don't want to be a part of that church. Right. I want to be a part of church that lets the Lord yeah. cut the strings loose. That's right. And when they say jump in, they jump in with both feet. That's what I want to be yeah. a part of. Yeah. Right. It takes doing. Yeah. How do we do? How do we do? We get into what is the mirror of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Second Corinthians and the third chapter. Look at verse 12. Verse 12. Seeing then that we have such hope, we use great plainness of speech. I like this right here. Now, I'm telling you, I like it when the Word is just laid out there for you to read. In verse 13, he says, And not as Moses, which put a veil over his face, that the children of Israel could not steadfastly look to the end of that which is abolished. But their minds were blinded, for until this day remaineth the same veil untaken, untaken away. In the reading of the Old Testament, which veil is done away in Christ. Now, let me just say right here before we get any further. Some of y'all already like, I'm not sure where you're going with this. So, well, if, if you like me and you like to turn the shower up real warm and hot, it'll make a bunch of steam, right? And then that steam will cover up that mirror, <coughs> right? You can't really see. You might see a little bit of movement of a blob or something, but you cannot see you clearly. Y'all with me? You can't see it. The, the Bible before Jesus came was the Old Testament. That, that was the law. And it was like a veil between man. So, so you know when that bride comes down and she's covered a veil, you can't see that pretty face of hers. But once she pulls that veil back, there she is. And you see her glory. And you see how beautiful she looks. Before Jesus come, that was, the, that was your relationship with God. That's the best you could do. If you're trying to live this thing on your own, if you're over here trying to focus on the sin, and you're focusing on not doing the sin anymore, let me just tell you, you're like looking at Jesus through a veil. You're not exposed to Him. You can't see Him clearly. You won't experience Him clearly. Amen? Right. you you got to remove the veil. So, so, so in the Old Testament times, he said it was as if they were covered and they could not see. Verse 15, it says, But even unto this day when Moses is read, that's talking about the Old Testament, the veil is upon their heart, talking about the Jews. Nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord. Oh, listen, now when your heart turns to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away. Praise God, when you got saved, the veil was removed. Yeah. And you could see him clearly. Now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, listen, there is liberty. Now some of y'all, I know you ain't there. How do you know, preacher, we ain't there? 
Cause, cause this this old man, this whole meeting could have broke loose a long time ago. Amen. Yeah. There's been a few people got a little freedom. I seen yeah. brother over here get a little excited. He got a little free. You know what happened was is the liberty he was granted when he's recognized the spirit. Listen of the Lord upon his life. Amen. There were people come and pray. Listen, what happened? Those those strings that the devil tied to got cut. And they wanted something else. They wanted something more. And the Spirit of the Lord said, I'll give you some liberty if you'll just go. Listen, the liberty in this church, when I said we, I feel like we're standing on the edge, it's that some of us have not removed the strings that the devil tied us up with, and we don't have any liberty in the Lord. And listen, you go to church house today that has forms and rules, and you get out a little happy, get a little bit excited, and you'll make them feel real uncomfortable. Amen. Amen. I went to an Easter service not too long ago, a year or so ago, in a church that was a big church. It was a big church. They had their way. They read out of their NIV Bibles. They put their praise worship songs on the wall. I ain't saying those things are uh, sinful or wrong. I'm just saying they had their way about doing things. And there were some things that they didn't like. And, and an old saint of God got happy, and he began to shout. Now I want you to know, he had liberty. The rest of the church didn't. The pastor had to get up and explain away why he was happy. Mm. 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 But I'm telling you, when you begin to look in the mirror of Jesus Christ, and you begin to look like him, you ain't going to look like this world. I want you to know you ain't going to look like us too much. When you look like Jesus. Listen, let's go just a little bit further. One more verse. But we all, I want you, is this you? Is this you this morning? But we all, with open face, you ain't got nothing to hide between you and the Lord. You've got it all cleared up. The veil has been taken away. Beholding as in a glass, in a mirror, the glory of the Lord. Listen, here's how you get, somebody needs to hear, you want to tell how you get away from sin? Get closer to the Lord. Quit focusing on the sin. Hear me now. Quit focusing on the things that have you bound and captive because the exact opposite of that is the Lord Jesus Christ. If you want to move from point A to point B, quit worrying about what's behind you and look toward what's in front of you. I appreciate Mason and him teaching Sunday school this morning. He preached on Samson. He talked about how Samson had read that line and he just read him in two. But the scripture said that later on he went back to that, that same line. And inside that line was this honey. And it was dripping. And it led him to problems. He went and gave a, a riddle and went to gambling and bed with these people, caused all this death after. If he had never went back to that that God had given him victory over, if he had never went back to the old things of this world, if he had never went back to that the world said tasted sweet, he wouldn't have got into those problems. Right. If he'd looked toward the Lord, he'd have walked away from the things behind. Yeah. Listen, if we'll look to him, and go to him, you can get away from all that. Yeah. Amen. Listen to that last verse. It says, But we all, with open face, beholding, as in a glass, the glory of the Lord, are changed. Listen, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Listen, the Lord will transform your life when you begin to spend time looking into his mirror. Amen. What is his mirror? Here it is. Here it is. When you spend time in the Word of God, it is Him. 
It is a living word. And it will begin to reflect into your life what he is. Here's how you do that. I'm going to give you, I'm gonna give you some things. I'm going to give you some practicals because the Bible said, don't what? Don't be just hearers of the word, but what? Be doers of the word. So I'm going to give you some. I'm going to give you something to practice. Here you go, church. Uh, the world gives you some practice. Let me give you some practice. Why don't you get up and get into the word of God every day? Hey, listen. Let me go further with that. Don't just read a, a Bible devotional. Not saying they're bad, unless you're going to apply. What? Don't be hearers only of the word, but be doers of the word. If you got a Bible devotion that you're reading, good. Make it count. I'm giving you something practical here now. I want, I want you to listen. This is Father's Day, and my father taught me a lot of practical things in his life. And my heavenly father above has taught me so much more about how to live in this world and how to make it. How did you learn that? From this right here. Amen. Yeah. Take this book up. Read it every day and apply that that you learned that day. Do it every day. And then when you go through the day and things come up, just say, oh, Lord, how, how did that apply in my life? How does this affect this decision that I'm about to make? I'll tell you what's going to start to happen. When you start living with Jesus throughout your day, you're going to start to look like him. Why? Because you're going to be responding to the things that come against you as he would respond to them. Yeah. But what you're going to find is this, is your life's going to be turned around. You're going to look different than you did before. Matter of fact, people are going to begin to say, you don't act like you used to act. You don't say the things you used to say. You don't hang around and laugh at our jokes anymore. You don't do this, you don't do that. What's happened to you? Well, I don't look like me anymore. I look like Jesus. Amen. 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 Church had to change you. It had to change you when you get in his mirror and let it begin to reflect yeah. into your life. Listen, church, you want to cut the strings away, quit worrying about what's holding you down and look at who has set you free. That's right. If you look back to where all the sin and the devil, you're going to see a foe that looks big and formidable. Mm -hmm. But when you look forward at Jesus, yeah. you're going to see one that takes away the sins of the world, the one whose greatest strength is, is so far above and abundantly above anything the devil's holding yeah. you down with. Listen, listen to me one last thing. No Christian has the right to say, I just can't. I can't get over this. I can't get beyond it. This is, who, this is just who I am. No Christian has the right to say that. Why? Because the Bible teaches us that grace abundantly abounds above anything that the devil can throw. Amen. Anything. That's right. Anything. So what I'm telling you is, is let's start walking towards Jesus. Yeah. Amen. Let's be like Peter. He's seen him off there in the distance. And he said, I don't know what I am. I've been bad. I've made mistakes. I've done this wrong and I've done that wrong. But I'm ready to jump in and get to Jesus. Right now, right now, people see you. Who do they see? See, here's the thing I told you. You, you, don't, you don't spend much time looking at yourself. You spend a whole lot of time looking at other people. So I'm going to ask a question. When people look at you, what do they see? When they see your face, do they ever see Jesus? When they see your face, don't you say, no, no, let's just be real honest. Your family and your friends, what do they see when they see your face? What do they think of and what are they reminded of? How many of us can say, oh, they see Jesus in me? Oh, they see Jesus in me. Yeah.
If you, if you, listen, if you right now don't feel that way, all you got to do is look in the mirror. Because his spirit will get in your life. It'll begin to affect you and impact you and it'll change you. So the brother said, we can have the services of the old days. Yes, we can. We got to want to. We got to move from being hearers. As the Bible said, we're in the last days. We're in the last days, church. Uh That's a bunch of hearers. Not too many doers. Amen. Oh me, oh my. Some of y'all get your feet stepped on, you're going to go home, and you're going to have to rub your toes out. Listen to me. You can do something about it. You can do something about it. You can jump in. You can jump in last Sunday for whatever reason. I ain't never done what I did last Sunday. The Lord just, he, he moved however he moved. He, he said, you got to tell them all the time. I had never done that. Never, I don't know if I'd ever do it again. They all got to tell them. You got to tell them. But somebody probably needs to jump in today. Yeah. The Lord didn't send a word for nobody. Which means we've heard. And now the question is, who will do? Now listen to me. Draw real quiet. Just listen for just a moment. Your life will change if you'll be a doer. But so too will your family. So too is this church dependent on you. And I said, well, a preacher's just putting away the thing. All I'm asking you to do is look into Jesus. Matter of fact, the Bible tells us that he said, take my burden. Because it's life. Amen. Listen, some of you carrying heavy burdens. I'm asking you to lay them down. Yeah. Some of you have been fighting a long fight. You're ready and tired of carrying it. I'm saying, lay it down. And look into Jesus. He'll do the rest. The Bible said he would, he would, he would, he would do the rest. Did you hear what it said? Look into that mirror with the veil off and he'll move into you. Listen, all I'm asking is just lay down your burden. Let him move into you. Yeah. He said, take my yoke upon you. For it is easy. And my, word, my burden is light. Listen, that's what he's wanting to do. Lay down your burden this morning. And pick up his. Yeah. Look like Jesus. Come get a verse of song. I don't know who this message is for. Church, I think it's for all of us, just to be honest. If you felt the Lord moved by your way and you need to come pray, I beg you this morning, would you come? Would you come and pray? Listen, you can wait. You can wait. I promise what will happen is is those cords that have been binding you and keeping you from having that freedom that he grants, that those cords, they're going to just bind tighter. The longer you wait, the devil's just going to pull it a little bit tighter. Quit looking back at him. Look forward to Jesus. Stand with us all over the house. You need